Overcome Today podcast aims to encourage, inspire, and empower through real-life stories. My prayer is that when you listen to each episode, you're pointed to Jesus who loves you with an everlasting love. Remember, your story has power. And when you share it, it can help someone know that they're not doing life alone. But most of all, that navigating life without Christ is pointless. Welcome to episode 94. Now, this is exciting for me because I recently refreshed my brand. New podcast cover, new colors. Yeah, there's just something about new stuff that excites me. Well, this was long overdue. Um, I celebrated three years in podcasting in April. Whoop, whoop. And as much as it called for celebration, I didn't feel like it because discouragement had really hit me hard. I had not achieved the goals that I had set some time in January. I was hoping to have produced 100 episodes at least by the end of March and refresh the brand. You know, when I turn 100, as in, oh, sorry, when I turn three, I turn 100, 10. Um, But at the time, I really felt small. I felt insignificant. I felt unworthy. And if you've been on this podcast long enough, you'll kind of notice there was a really long break at some point. But... The Holy Spirit had to slap me a good one, y'all, to wake me up. Now, God used two newfound friends of mine to remind me that I really need to focus on the vision that he gave me for the the podcast and not rely on my own understanding or knowledge. And so I figured, you know, no more weeping, no more sob-sobbing, no more woye-woye-manenos and keep it moving, keep it moving, girl. Um, So instead of waiting for episode 100, I thought of doing the rebrand now because, hey, you know, tomorrow is not promised. (laughs) It may be a new look, but the content remains the same. The mission behind the podcast remains. The content and the inspiration behind it, which is Jesus, remains. So here we go on this not so new journey. Did you know we have an Overcomers community? Well, now you know. If you'd like to get updates on new episodes before they go live, what I'm learning, what I'm planning, or if you just need someone to pray with you, then join the Overcomers fam. All you need to do is click the link in the show notes below and share your email and you can expect some really good stuff in your inbox every week. Guys, I promise I won't be spamming you, but it will be truly worth your while. When you join, tag me at Overcome Today on social media and use the hashtag Overcomers so that more people can join the family. Now, this week's guest is not new to you. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, she shared her story on episode 75. And even if you're a new listener, you can go and listen to episode 75 and, you know, much, much more that you're missing out on. Um, But Cecilia shared her story of how God delivered her from the LGBTQI plus lifestyle and rooted high identity, her identity in God. So a few weeks ago, Cecilia reached out to me telling me that she'd like to share her journey since then. Um, She listened to my solo episode on gratitude and praise in trials, and that's episode 92. And it sparked her to reflect on the challenging season she was going through. 
I, I had shared when I had come to you, Karo, I had shared that I was very discouraged. I think when I listened to one of your podcasts about gratitude and trials is when it like truly hit home that I was living my life very discouraged. When I came onto the podcast the first time, I was very, you know, zealous to get the word out that um, this is not an American thing. It's not like a Western thing. But it's here with us, and as a church, we need to be equipped. We need to, you know, um, but it's not just a phase thing; it's an identity thing, and all these things. I was very zealous and passionate to share. But by the time you know, time goes by, people listen to the podcast. I was more vocal about, you know, sharing and testifying and talking about it. I became really discouraged because I felt like I was bringing more pain to those people in quote-unquote, that community. And these people who are supposed to be my friends, I, I felt like I was bringing them so much pain and so much grief, telling them that they're wrong and that they need to deny themselves. And then they would share and then they'd be so sad. And I was just like, geez. No, and then of course, they. I think in my mind, I was ready for like, these like verbal backlashes. Yeah, that are filled with anger and, you know, hatred. But that's what I got. Shock on me. I got the opposite. I got sadness and a lot of tears and a lot of pain coming from them. And then I'm just like, no, I can't. I can't do this. I was ready for war. This is not the war I wanted. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just feel God. This is bringing me so much more pain, and also bringing people around me so much more pain than it should. I thought my testimony, you know, we would overcome. Mm. through this testimony we're not overcoming <laughs> we are actually <laughs> we're actually crying all of us so i'm not gonna share this part of my testimony you do a lot of things for me god and i will share all those other things but this one i think we need to wrap it up and put it in a box up in the show where we never mm. touch but why do you why do you perhaps think they were in so much pain after sharing your story again like i said um it's a very identity so when you ask people to deny themselves the level that I was telling them to deny themselves, particularly like telling them to slap themselves in the face over and over and over again, because that's how it feels. It feels like you're inflicting your own pain. And then because I told them that is the only way, you know, to be able to please God is to put off this part of you. This is part of, mm. you know, the Colossians says, you put off your old self and mm. you put on the new. This is the old self that needs to be put off. And they're like, so God doesn't love me. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They're like, if God loves me, he'll accept me like this. And then now I have to sw- I have to give him the heart failure. No, he won't. This is sin. You have to be able, he doesn't look lightly on sin. It, it can't, there's no way around it. There's mm. no, you can have both. You can have God and this. There's no way around it. I think that was the cause of most pain. I think mm. they knew they are at crossroads where they have to make the choice to follow God and abandon all or follow themselves and have not have God. Eh, that, yeah. That's usually a hard crossroad to get to. So that was what was causing them. So, yeah. And then because it was coming from me, the person who's supposed to be their friend, the person who, you know, they trust, they, I'm the one who's delivering this information. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that it, it seems and God has really put a burden in your heart for... Um, yeah. the community because um, 
you know, the LGBTQI community, because you you relate. I think it's just the same way when Jesus is able to relate to our pain and our, our discouragement and yeah. our, you know, all our issues because he lived it on earth. I think yeah. for you, of course, that would grieve you. And I totally understand where mm. you're coming from because you have been redeemed, you have been delivered, you've been saved, and you're trying to sort of spread the gospel, but it's not like... <laughs> Um, you know, it's not like it goes very well down people's throats, but at the same time, yeah. you're able to connect to yeah. their pain as much as you want yeah. them to transform. Um, so that that's very relatable. And I think that's what I see there. But, um, you know, after that, what, how was that process now? You know, how did God now try and um, come through and just say, you know what, Cecilia, it, relax, I got this. Or, you know, how was that journey yeah. gone? <laughs> I know at first, because I always find ways to um, give God reasons why I shouldn't do the things he commands me to. So I give him my first reason. My first reason was it's not bearing any fruit. Like all it's doing is causing more division, more and more division, right? Because now my friends don't want to talk to me. I am practically not invited to anything LGBTQ. <laughs> I'm not invited to any of that anymore. Because it was easy for me to share because I was in those circles still. So I wasn't in, I wasn't allowed to come anymore. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't allowed to come. And then so I was like, okay, now that I'm not allowed to come, God, see, I just dropped this whole shenanigans. <laughs> Let's just drop it and move on. And then came another part that I had not realized um, as much as I should have. Because my mind was very focused on just reaching to LGBTQ people and you know, helping them walk into you know, an awareness of who God is. That was my whole mindset. But there's this other side that I was failing to see, that I was equipping the church for what this is going to be, because the church is, can be very clueless, especially our, like our older generation church. Mm. I was just like, what? <laughs> I saw somebody from our church, you know, from our, uh, my friend's church, post something on Facebook and they use, you know, Facebook has like those backdrop images. So they posted something with mm. a backdrop image, which was the LGBTQ flag. And they mm. had no idea. They just posted a scripture <laughs> on the LGBTQ <laughs> flag. And I'm sure she didn't know. Yeah. She's just thinking it's colorful. And then now I have to be in her inbox like, um, <laughs> Miss Ma'am, there's something you are missing here. And I realized and then she's like, what? They have a flag. Why? Why do they need a flag? <laughs> I was invited to that church later in that year to, to preach, to teach on what LGBTQ is, to, to teach them first what the letters mean. What is plus? What is, a, what is their flag? How do they look like? Why the rainbow? All these things. And they were so confused. You should have seen them, Carol. They were so confused. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oi. I'm sure they didn't even know there was all those letters in that word. <laughs> hey, they weren't, they were like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I thought it was just straight people. I'm like, no. <laughs> and then when they had a lot of transgender, eh. <laughs> I, the, for the rest of the week, Even I was confused. So many texts. <laughs> Even more. They were mm. so eh. So I realized there's a huge, there's a huge part that is missing. That we have the LGBTQ rising and rising in numbers. Mm. But we don't have people in the church because either they're clueless 
or they just feel like it's it's a phase they don't see the something that they need to tackle yeah or maybe they're just in denial as well (laughs) oh yeah they're just in denial Hmm. okay then maybe this is the part where god continues to help me teach the church but still even with teaching the church it was just coming with so much ah isn't it local america ah isn't it and i'm like apana no, I'm feeling again like the church is not getting it. So, ah, I turn on up here. Yeah. It was double stress for me. And I was just like, Mm-mm, I'm not going on with this. Can I just teach scripture and be happy? <laughs> when I couldn't well, fairly God was not that nini. He's not that direct. He's just like, mm, Razima, you have to go through these things. Mm. Um, but Cecilia, you know, so you realize that, you know, maybe there are very many facets or aspects of your testimony that you would you know you've just mentioned like yes either to your friends or to the community or to the church as well um and so mm-hmm. where are you at now i think i i walked into the setting to understand more uh, when i reached you i was reading through galatians not galatians uh, lamentations and if there's somebody who relates to being given a, a vision to talk about and he's just like everybody hates me honestly <laughs> had to be Jeremiah. Like he went through bigger, yeah. bigger, bigger walls, right? So I'm really into lamentations. And then it starts off, you know, with him lamenting. I'm like, yeah, I relate. I relate, man. There's nothing I've related to more than how I relate to this right now. <laughs> Only by the time we're getting to chapter three. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, okay. Now, uh, now you're adding the fact that God is compassionate and that he doesn't call us to things that bring us just grief and affliction for no reason. I'm just like, you should have just kept the spirit of complaining. <laughs> hey, by the time I was getting there, I was in that phase where I was like, okay, I understand that if God is truly good, then as he says he is, then, then he wouldn't call me to some place that he he doesn't lead or he doesn't provide for or he doesn't like he's already seen the end but as he is calling me i'm supposed to walk in step with him that's a whole process and he will see me through even in the difficult times even with the tears and the grief it is part of the journey that i have been called to because not not just uh, the lgbtq people you know rebelling against god rebellion against god causes so much pain and that's what i get to see i get to see the painful part of wanting God but not being sure of what wanting God looks like. Everybody else sees just the facade of I am happy. This is who I am. This is the best I could be or do for myself. But I hear the part of my soul desires God, but I just don't know how to go about it. First of all, I just want to thank you for your vulnerability and honesty in your journey with God, because I think sometimes you know, just being able to, if somebody else is able to hear you um, share this vulnerable side of you and the struggles, even through, you know, once you've shared your testimony or even through salvation or whatever, um, they'll be able to relate and, you know, know that, you know what, um, I just need to keep trusting God as much as I don't see the full picture. What What is that one thing you feel you've learned through it all? One thing that I've learned, I I feel like we've said it so many times. It's a cliche, but you have to go back to trusting God. 
I remember when people, like my the lady who mentors me would tell me, no, you have to trust God even in the little things. Like you've heard, you've heard it so many times. It's a cliche. But I remember when I was reading through, and I'm going to read it for you guys. Lamentations 3 from verse 55. It says, I called on your name, Lord, from the depths of the pit. You heard my plea. Do not close your ears. Do not, um, do not close your ears to my cry for you. And then it says, verse 57, it says, you came when I called you, do not fear. You, Lord, took up my case and you redeemed my life. Lord, you have seen the wrongs done to me. Uphold my cause. You have seen the depth of their vengeance and their plots against me. And that's if you have you know, the situations where your discouragement is forms of people or whatever it is that God does see and he does hear and he comes near when we cry out to him. That has really, really blessed me. And even when I don't feel like he's and he says, so I trust God in every step, in every conversation, in every time I feel like I am causing more pain than I'm causing you know, joy and life. Everything that comes out of my mouth is like daggers. Like I trust you, Lord, that you who started this good work in me bring it to completion and your word does not come back you know empty i trust that even when i feel like i'm causing pain that he works even in the most queer situation look at me using queer yeah <laughs> he works through us even in our valley he works and he you know right now uh, i was in a valley for a long time but i always knew the valley would would end soon and I'd find the other side and I'd get up again. Trust what? Whatever the situation, you trust him because you know his intention in his heart. You know that he is good, he is gracious, he is faithful, he is all this good thing. Cecilia's story is not unique. I'm sure most of us have gone through a season where we doubt our calling. But her journey is encouraging because she hasn't let go of God. Instead, she's even holding tighter and still walking, even when it doesn't look like situations or maybe the people around her are changing. We may or may not see the fruit of our calling or the seeds we plant in our lifetime. For some of us, we may see the fruit in our latter years or the generations after us may see it. It reminds me of the story of Abraham. Um, Abraham, Abraham, <laughs> God promised him that his descendants would be as the stars in the sky. Yet he didn't even get to see that full promise, but he still obeyed. So if you're pursuing Christ, if you're living out his purpose for you and you're not seeing fruit or perhaps you feel like, man, this is exhausting. This is tiring. I cannot. I'd really like to encourage you to keep going. Rely on his strength. And his strength alone. You cannot lean on your own on your own understanding or even your own strength. Only he can give you the peace, the joy, and the strength that you need to keep going even when it's not clear. Work towards getting the crown and just being told, Well done, good and faithful servant. For he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And that's Philippians 1 6. 
Did you like this episode and feel inspired to share your story? If you'd like to get featured on the podcast, fill in the Google form in the show notes below and I'll contact you. You can also follow me on social media at Overcome Today and send a DM or email me overcometodaypodcast at gmail.com. Well, that's it for this week, folks. I'm excited to see what God has in store for you. So keep pursuing him. Stay obedient. Stay faithful. And share this episode with a friend so that they can be encouraged, inspired, and empowered. Until next week, bless. Thank you for listening to the Overcome Today podcast. Want to support the podcast? Leave a review or a rating on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Also, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Overcome Today and let me know what your takeaway from today's show was. Remember, you are more than a conqueror through him who loved you.